This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Thank you for joining us at the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're going back to questions about Genesis, uh, from Genesis and about creation, Michael. So here's our first question. Was it a literal 24-hour timeline in creation? So I'm sure they're referring to the theory of, is it the day that is in Scripture really 24 hours? Yep. So I'm going to answer the question simply, give a little more like texture to it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so the answer is yes. Yes. Um, We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yes. Now, we know good people that would disagree with us. Yeah. But we hold to, yes, it's a 24-hour period. For sure. So if you were to take just take all science, I want you to imagine you live in a world where science never existed. Not hear me. We're pro science. <laughs> we are very pro science. Yeah. In fact, one of our questions, I think tomorrow, not tomorrow, the next question is where does science tie into creation? And again, yeah, I love science. Mm-hmm. I love yes. data points that are true and all that stuff. Good. But I want you to just imagine you just take all the science. You 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 grew up on an island and never having heard it. And the only mm-hmm. thing you ever had was this book called the Bible, and you read it from beginning to end. And I, and even let's just assume that you have incredible Bible training, so you're able to read a text and understand its genre, and you just know a lot. Okay, mm. the Bible as a closed system only has one perspective on creation. Okay, and that creates that perspective from from. Adam and Eve to Genesis 1, even Genesis 2, uh, as Moses writes that and reflects on that in Exodus 20, as Jesus reflects on on it, as Paul reflects on creation, you get this very simple narrative. The Bible is a closed system, and as a closed system, it has a very clear perspective. And the the question here is about the Hebrew word yom, yom. which is Y-O-M, and is the word for day. And it's true, someone will say, that sometimes in Scripture, the word yom can refer to a period of time, like the day of the Lord is, mm. a, is a season of time. It's not usually rarely ever a day, you know? Um, and, and, of course, the word has a broad semantic range, mm-hmm. but the vast majority of times— it refers to a 24-hour day. Now, it always refers to a 24-hour day. When there is a number attached to it. Yeah, for sure. And when the the context, like the yeah. number, or, or here's what happens in Genesis 1. It's like, it's almost like God anticipated this question. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he says, and there was morning and then there was evening. The Which first day. is the Hebrew concept of a day. Yeah. Evening and morning. Evening that's, and morning. That's how the Hebrew mind works. Yep. We call them 24-hour days. They call them evening and morning. Whatever the whole point is, that if you just take it as a closed system, that's that's what it is. Now, um, one of the challenges over the past 150 years has been trying to reconcile, um, I would say, some data points and also some stories. Uh, uh, we'll call them theories about mm-hmm. how these data points come together. Yes. Um, and uh, how can we reconcile what we... W- so here's the deal. <laughs> I need you to listen to me because this is like, this is going to be really pivotal. Science is rooted in the data and not the narrative. Yeah, not the narrative that comes out of the data, Correct. but just the just the data. The data. Uh, evolution is not science. It is a theory, okay? The data is the science. Mm-hmm. When you take data points and you put them together and you try to conjure up a, a theory, 
the theory is not science. Mm -hmm. It might be rooted in science, but we have to make a clear distinction between science and data right. or science and theory, data and theory. So data and narrative. And that's what we always try to do. You mm -hmm. know, like, that's right. you know, a good detective takes all the facts and tries to put together a storyline out of this. And I, I appreciate that's not a bad instinct. I just want to make sure we're clear to say I'm pro-science. I, I often reject the data, the theory, the theory. Uh, that comes out of the data points. So, um, so when we talk about Yom, uh, the desire for a lot of Christians is to reconcile science. Um, what they don't realize is they're not actually reconciling science. They're, they're reconciling narratives and theories with Scripture. I rarely ever have any issues with data points in Scripture. Uh, my issue is that the narrative of Scripture uh, is not consistent with the narrative, the theories mm -hmm. that scientists have come up with to try to make sense of their data points. And so uh, I do appreciate that uh, multiple theories have come out trying to reconcile a good-intentioned science with Scripture. We believe Scripture is God's Word, but we also don't want to reject science. I do think a lot of Christians get lost in the theories. They feel this pressure that I have to adhere to the theories if I'm going to be relevant. Well, I mean, here's an interesting one, right? Um, right now, conventional theory is that the Earth is 13.7 billion years old. Some of the latest science is actually saying, no, it might be between 2 and 4 billion, billion years, years old. old yeah. Well, our science books are telling us it is science, that it's 13.7 billion years old. Well, my grandkids' science books aren't going to say that. That's right. That's just a, that's just a fact right now mm -hmm. because what they're communicating is that theory is a science. Well, they're different. And I think mm -hmm. it's done a massive disservice to a lot of people to delude humanity that your theory is true, true. when you can't prove it. All you mm -hmm. have is data points, but the data points don't necessarily equal your story. Sometimes I think scientists can be bad detectives. So <laughs> my point in saying this is that I do appreciate the motivation, the motivations of many Christians and scholars who are trying to say, I believe the Bible's true. But I also believe science is true. So Correct. how do I reconcile those? Every theory outside of the 24-hour theory, uh, is it's just not able to be found in Scripture. For example, uh, theistic evolution falls apart in Genesis 1, where it says so many times, uh, animals are created and they reproduce after their kind. After according their kind. To their kind according to their yeah. kind. Blah, 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 back and forth, over and over again. And God's like, nah, evolution isn't true. And, and he just basically mm -hmm. tells us that no, one species doesn't evolve out of another species. They only reproduce after their kind. Okay, right. good. Uh, the gap theory, right? There, This idea that there's a gap between Genesis 1-1 and 1-2. Well, the grammar alone doesn't permit that. And then it takes death and it puts that before the fall, which contradicts Genesis chapters yeah, 2 chapter and 3. three. And, yeah. and then the book of Romans on death and creation. And so like you have every, every idea that enters into the equation that tries to reconcile them um, starts to fall apart in the grammar, in the vocabulary, and in the general storyline of Scripture. And uh, it just doesn't fit. The only the only storyline that fits in the closed system of Scripture is a 24-hour literal, right. literal day. That's how the Scriptures understand itself. Moses only understood a 24-hour period. Jesus mm -hmm. only understood a 24-hour period yeah. when, when, when he read Genesis 1 and, and Genesis 2. So as a Christian, one day, am I going to stand before Moses and, and Jesus and say, um, you, you guys had that 24-hour thing wrong. I know you thought it was 24 hours, but, you know, our science actually proves that you need to rethink what you <laughs> yeah. helped to. Yep. I don't think we're going to do that. Yep. That's what's funny to me is we find ourselves unintentionally ignoring what Jesus thought on something as Christ followers. Yes. Because we have this incredible pressure to buy hook, line, and sinker contemporary scientific narratives and theories. Mm -hmm. Again, the theory is not the science. 
the theory is the story that people are trying mm -hmm. to come up with to make sense of the science. And unfortunately, um, when the theories keep changing, uh, it's showing us that, you know, we are uncovering new data points that are making us rethink a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how many data points uh, or how many theories were based on carbon-14 only to find out that this entire process Carbon-14 is, is falling apart in the, in the science world. Right. Scientists are questioning the validity of carbon-14. Because it's inconsistent. Because it, it, yes, exactly. But that's not being told. That's right. not being written in our textbooks right. for our children. At the end of the day. <laughs> at the end, <laughs> at the of, the end day, of the day, is that a 24-hour period day? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Touche, Pastor Tim. Touche. No, but um, at the end of the day, if I'm not a Christian, well, this is I'm an atheist, okay? And I am trying to look at all the data points. Um, the I Really, the best idea is evolution. Without God, it is the, it's, of all Without the God, ideas, it's the best one. Now, I would question that because when you really start looking at the science, it's like, uh... It's a theory. I'm just it's saying it's theory. the best one. It's, it's a good theory, but when you start putting science to us, it just falls apart. Absolutely. Violates laws of the universe, what we see, Genetics, observable history, it, it, the whole it thing. It falls yeah. apart in so many different areas. Here's what's interesting is it is the best idea. Of all mm -hmm. the ideas that have come up, it is the best. But it utterly fails. Yes. Like, it just does not logically make sense. This is where the Christian comes in and says, um, I appreciate your theories. It, with what you have, it is the mm -hmm. best that you've got. I, I'm sad that you have articulated this narrative and theory as absolute fact, even though it's changing right in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. um, that's sad to me that you're lying to an entire generation that what is actually you're calling science is actually theory. Yeah. That's sad. That, that, that is really hard. But what the Christian offers is something much more logical and coherent and helpful and understood correctly. Um, if the earth is old, our view of creation in, in 24 hour days doesn't, it doesn't blow that out of the water Not because if God made if God made the world with the appearance of age, like he did Adam and Eve, then he's and a all genius. all the animals had the ability that. to procreate. Correct, correct. And, and, and so like the appappearance of age only validates the genius of God. You know, so That's like right. there's like, we don't need to get lost in some of these things and we can say, you know what? Like I can agree with the data points and they're actually consistent with, with um, what I am, um, with what the scriptures say. We don't have to be wrecked by all this, you know? And and unfortunately, though, this whole discussion about days and yom and Christians and atheists and, and evolutionists, whatever, it's a really confusing conversation sure. for people because science and narrative and theories are all glumped into one big mm -hmm. blob. And, and um, it, it does take some time and some thinking. But the reality is, um, for an evolutionist, uh, we'll just say a non-theistic evolutionist, to admit that it's wrong, the only oh, the alternative world would have to be changed. The only alternative is, is design. Yeah. Um, and that is a scary thought. Yes. Because if design is real, if there is something conscious that could create all this, there's nothing he can't do. Yeah. And I'm probably gonna be accountable to he, she, or it or they or them, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. You know, yeah. obviously we know it's Jesus, but yeah. Well, listeners, please come back next time when we answer another question in the Genesis series, which is, where does science tie into creation?